One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's Buckle Movie Club. And welcome to Buckle Movie Club. I'm your host, Ethan, here today with my co-hosts... Gator and Viger. I'm gonna do a Thatch impression this entire episode. Not really, though, because... <laughs> That sounds nothing like this. So, today, we are talking about Pokemon Movie 5, Pokemon Heroes. Would you guys have any frame of reference for this movie? Like, how did you first see it? Did you see it when it came out? Like, what? what's your background with this movie? Well, first I'd like to point out, it's the Latios movie. For everybody that's like, which one's Pokemon Heroes? It's the one with Latios and Latias. Third gen. It's actually type. the last second gen movie. It's in Johto. That, so. yeah. Still in Johto-ish territory. These movies, you never know where they technically are, but... No. This one looks like it's in Italy, which we'll get into. So, have you guys seen this movie before this? Several years ago, but I read up on it just to kind of brush up for the podcast, but yeah. I, have wa- I watched it, I think it was a couple years ago, the first time I saw it. I did not see it when it came out, because I did not see anything after the Pokemon the first movie when it first came out. This would have been a few years ago, but... Actually, this is the one movie besides the first one that I like. This is this I, is I enjoyed this movie. This is not going to be Gator from the last episode. No, not not the heel Gator that we have so much hate mail for. Just no. uh, just inbox full. But, Actually, I mean that implies that we get any sort of mail for this podcast. Y- yeah. Hey, that's not true. We got an Etsy order confirmation. Um, <laughs> we got. <laughs> that's, I, I like to pretend that Etsy's like a, a listener, but I I don't think I don't think Etsy is. Yeah. So. <laughs> I personally uh, have seen this movie twice now, I think, prior to, prior to watching it for this episode. Uh, I watched it once just on my own when it came out. I don't remember the context. My memory is fading with age. And I watched it once for Puckle Movie Club already, back way back when, I think it was probably 2013 at this point, when we were running that originally. And everything was up on YouTube, and it made it really, really easy to do Puckle Movie Club. Or whatever it was called. Puggle Movie Night is what it was called in that incarnation. We did that, and then I reviewed it. And I went back and looked at my review recently, and I uh, really enjoyed it, apparently, at the time. Not that I remember writing that review. Come to think of it, I might have been there for one of the, the Puggle Movie Nights where we watched it. That might be where I'm thinking I watched it a couple years ago. We were in the same place at the same time, but no, neither one of us remembers it. Well, here's the secret about Puggle Movie Nights when you guys actually come. 
we don't spend much time watching the movie so much as just making fun of the movie and talking. So it's kind of hard to remember the key points when you're just like, you're living that mystery science theater 3000 life. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. I, I like to think that, that that our chat box is the same level of quality as mystery science theater 3000. You can, you can go on record. Take that, Joel and Mike. <laughs> this this month we're gonna we're gonna propose that everyone go watch mystery science theater if you have it this is our, our recommendation of the month mystery science theater 3000 everyone knows what it is probably because you're all nerds okay. like me or yeah. you've been flipping through the tv randomly when you were a kid and it was it's the it's the show that has like the picture of the movie and then there's these superimposed shadows on the bottom, like three people are watching it and just making commentary. It's the thing that yep. ruined movies forever because everyone tries to do that now. And no one can yeah. really capture the magic. Okay, anyway. Pokemon Movie 5, Pokemon Heroes. The movie opens with a brief explanation of uh, the legend of uh, Altamare and, and the, the Guardians can of I Altamare. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, Can I just sure. say one thing Go before ahead. we Absolutely. get any deeper? Absolutely. Because... I feel like this is just the English dub butchering it once more, but the English name for the movie is just simply Pokemon Heroes, but the Japanese movie name is The Guardian Gods of of the Water Capital, Latios and Latios. That's a nice and brief. Good job, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Guardian Gods of the Water ca- of the Water Capital? The Water Capital. Yes, wow. The Guardian Gods yeah. of the Water Capital, Latios and Latios. Stellar. I really did like that opening animation they showed and didn't tell, which I really enjoy when they do that in a movie, where it's just, oh, okay, this is what's happening. It's actually really neat looking, too. It's It's got this... Uh, it's Very unique style. It's, sto- it's not storybook, but it, it I, it's also not traditional art. It's its own kind of thing. I don't know. You should... I think it's one of the more interesting aspects of this movie is is this intro and, and how that and kind of informs the design of the rest of the movie. Like, there's, there's definitely... It does... It all looks like it's done in bronze, if that makes sense. Like it draws that kind of mechanical inspiration later on, which we'll which we'll discuss in a bit. But yeah, very neat opening animation, uh, explaining the the legend of of uh, Latios and Latios, and an evil Pokemon trainer was going to use a Kabutops and an Aerodactyl to take over the city or whatever, and then Latios uh, comes in, is like, hey, don't do it. And he turned the streets of the city into canals. However, Latios died, and his children were left orphans. And his soul is contained in a special jewel called the Soul Dew. Okay, and the Soul Dew is this this, this MacGuffin. I, I don't want to call it a MacGuffin. It's actually not a MacGuffin because it has purpose in the narrative. I just like saying MacGuffin because it's a good term. <laughs> Annie and Oakley. Uh, we're actually. I think we see Annie and Oakley before we see our protagonist in this movie. We do because they're the ones. So it cuts out from that opening animation to them looking at a book. So the opening animation you saw was them skimming through a book. And then they hop into this badass-looking car that turns into a jet. Yes, pretty awesome. So steal the book, and they leave the their 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 rose, which is their calling card. And I I would like to point out that the, this opening sequence is pretty decently animated. Like this is again one of the better mo- looking movies in the franchise. Yeah. Um, yes. I don't know. It's subtle. There's like lots of subtle colors in it. Yeah. You know, sequence, but, uh, speaking of colors, speaking of colors, though, can I just say one thing? Yeah, for sure. Blue. So much blue. I mean, <laughs> we are in a a, a water city. Actually, the water's more of a green, honestly, which is kind of gross. Unless... It's canals. Have you seen the canals of Venice? Like, not necessarily in person, but I mean, just like pictures. It's kind Yo, of a... shout out to Venice, which uh, might be referenced a couple times in this in this episode. 
So, uh, Andy and Oakley steal the book, and they're, they're after the soul do. Ash, Misty, and Brock are visiting El Tomer, uh, and they're doing a, a, an event called the Tour de Mer, which is a water race where trainers are on, not boats, but they're kind of weird pod they're, boats. They're little pontoon, like, pontoon little pontoon stuff. rafts or whatever. Yeah. But they, they don't seem like they'd be terribly stable, because they're very I'd almo- Actually, I'd almost have to... S- I'd almost have to say they're like waterboard chariots. Yeah, they're water chariots. They're getting pulled by the Pokemon. And this has the cutest thing with the Zatu countdown clock because they're like, all right, wait for the Zatu streak. And it's like three Natus on top of a Zatu going, Natu, 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 Zatu. And it's, in the- oh, it so <laughs> it's, it's one of those nice things that they do sometimes in this franchise where they incorporate Pokemon into places where, I mean, we we need a, a countdown timer. Let's just put Pokemon into it, you know, just to remind people what they're watching. And it's cute, as you said. The trainers are pulled along on the pontoon things, or the, the you know, chariots, by their Pokemon. And uh, Totodile darts off in the middle of the race, but uh, we can see it, but Ash can't. There's He's being carried away by uh, Latios and Latias. One thing about this race, before we get off on the narrative aspect of it, how is this race just not automatically determined by Pokemon Speed Tears? Like, come on. You're telling me All that fighting Pokemon. spirit plays no role? No. The desire there to win? Spe- there, is a, there is an established amount of speed a Pokemon is capable of attaining, even if you yeah. get all of the EVs into it. Why is Corsola and a Whalmer the winners of this race? Like, come on. Because the anime demands it. Where's your sense of adventure, <laughs> my man? <laughs> my sense of adventure is the smart money is on a Sharpedo. That's all I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. Sharpedo is a third-gen Pokemon, and it, it wasn't introduced during second-gen movie. And this. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> nerd alert. So, uh, Ross, who is who's the former champion, Misty wins the race, of course, because, you know, water, gym leader, also. Water so, Ross gives them a tour of uh, Altamare. Uh, ta- during the city, he tells them about the, the city's guardians, Latios and Latias. If we're looking for confirmation of this is like, you know, not just like a random canal city and it's actually a nod to Venice, we actually run into Team Rocket getting eating spaghetti and meatballs on the side of the canal as the race is coming by and they get splashed with water. And so I thought for like a moment, because I forgot that Team Rocket has to be involved always, that they were going to take a lesser role in this movie and just be comedy foils without being the actual main bad guys. And that was pretty great. Just, just like to throw yeah. that out there, that the spaghetti and meatball references and the canal references, mm-hmm. pretty subtle pointing there, Pokemon Company. Pikachu is, is is meets this girl who has very, very distinctly wing-shaped hair. Uh, totally not totally not a Pokemon, I swear, guys. We, we meet her later in the movie as Bianca, but at this point it is Latias disguised as a human. He meets her at a Pokemon fountain, which is really cool, and I don't know why they don't do that for like more stuff. Like, yeah. it's a specific little watering fountain for Pokemon. And that was adorable, too, watching Pikachu. He's like, oh, I'm thirsty. And then it, she's like, here, drink. I mean, it makes a lot of sense in the context of this universe, like, to, to have watering fountains around. Because, you know, you got animals with you all the time who need to eat and drink, and specifically water types. Like, a v- Vaporeon soaks in one at one point. Yeah, that's how that's how Pikachu ended up seeing it, was spotting the Vaporeon. Which was also kind of cool that we get two evolutions in this movie. We get the Espeon that Annie and Oakley have, and we get to see the Vaporeon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was kind of psyched about that, too. 
It should also be made known that uh, I know I keep I keep bringing up English dubs differences and everything to someone has the to. Japanese. Someone, someone's got to yeah. do it, and it's not going to be and me. I, I don't know why I'm the one that be keeps that doing guy, it, Viker. Be that guy. I will be the devil's ad- advocate, but it should be made known that English version we just have Annie and Oakley being established as like independent criminals working just with each other. Mm-hmm. But in the Japanese version, there they actually confirm that they work for team rocket and giovanni right and then don't they have a name like, like something in the lions i don't i like they're uh, I, i'm not i don't entirely remember uh i watched well, this I'm trying to remember too i'm just pointing out that i watched the dub and even with the dub they said that uh it was a throwaway line but they said they had to go catch these rare pokemon for giovanni so maybe it that depends on the version Oh, no, wait, I, I, think I, got the, the... I think I got that. I think I got that mixed up. The dub makes them members of Team Rocket. The sub makes them independent. Okay, because okay, I watched. I, I watched. I think that's what I got mixed up there. <laughs> I watched the. I watched the. Not. It wasn't the English version that they like prettied up and dubbed over. It was the Japanese version purely with the dub. So I might just be like in random land there. It's yeah. Not... Totally possible. Uh, I'm already all mixed up and so, everything. So, so uh, <laughs> the the Japanese version of Annie and Oakley are Xanner and Lion. So take that as you will. Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know. I uh, well, I know what Lion means. I got that one down. Could it be a Sun and Moon <laughs> reference, everybody? Oh my! Sun hold on. Moon was confirmed back in third hold, hold on. Where's my blog? Where's my blog at? I got I got There's conspiracies whoa, here. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> what um, if it is though? Oh my god. Oh. What is is Xanner secretly a code for like bat? Yeah. Moon bat? Moon, moon bats. <laughs> moon bat is a good expression, by the way. That has to come back. Uh, I'm bringing back moon bat. I forget what moon bat even back. means. I think it just means crazy, right? I think so. Okay, so um, I'll talk about the crazy. Annie and Oakley are totally moon bats, and uh, so <laughs> they they use they use a a, a device which is a laptop. But it's very pink and uh, whatever. It's they used the device to determine that Bianca, which we don't know where is Bianca yet, is actually Latias in disguise, and they try to capture her. I really like that Annie and Oakley are have like no chill. Yeah, no, no, no. Like you were, <laughs> they don't care even a little bit. No, like you were saying, because Ash comes and like mm-hmm. saves the the Latias, but then they're like, no, we're just trying to. Uh, Help her uh, avoid a fashion disaster. Fashion What's disaster. their justification for trying to kidnap this They're girl? very fashion forward. <laughs> like, one of them gets dunked in the water at one point. It's like, hey, I just bought this outfit. It's, and, you know, it's that's great. part of their character. They just do not give a flying fadoodle. <laughs> nope. Uh, so I, I, They might be my favorite villains, honestly. Yeah. They're it, great. At least they know what they want. Like, their their motives are clear. From moment zero, they're like, we want that soul do. That's what we're about. Yeah, and they're not they're not stupid evil. Like that's the thing. Like they're they might get blinded. And, like in terms, yeah. of... they don't se- and they don't self proclaim themselves as evil like the Mask Marauder in the last movie. They just say they'll do whatever. I guess you could say that they're uh, lawful chaotic. Maybe they're just they or want their stuff. Like they're like, hey man, we want thing, and we'll do whatever we have to do to get it. So I'd I'd like to point out something that was I think woefully ignored. And that is the saddest story that happens in this movie, which is poor Ross, the guy who is competing with Misty at the very end there. He's the one that had the Whalmer and lost. Mm-hmm. So you got this guy who's a native, and he's like, oh, Misty, let me just show you around. You're like the champion. You're so cool, blah, blah, blah. You could tell he's totally crushing on this girl. And he's like, let me show you around. She's like, yeah, sure, lovely. 
cut to like a little bit later and he's pushing her ash and brock around on a gondola like those two totally crashed on his date like, a little, little bit of block in action a little bit of block in action happened there for sure some it was it was terrible I'm like come on guys what is this? I, I am absolutely heartbroken for Ross. I'm sure Love will find him eventually, though. He's a, he's a there's good gonna be guy. A, he's an athlete. I will say this. This isn't going to be the last time that we hear any sort of love issues in this movie. That's true. Foreshadowing. Epic foreshadowing. <laughs> hey, man, you know what love doesn't have an issue? My love for this movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. oh, oh perfect segue. Absolutely tacky. Okay, so they go and visit a museum, uh, which is curated by a portly Italian man named Lorenzo. Uh, I'm just going to assume he's Italian because his name's Lorenzo, and he looks like Mario. Fat Mario with weird oh, eyes. Oh, Japan, you've done it again. Yes. When, <laughs> when your only frame of reference for an entire nation is a video game, uh, you know, that's this is what happens. you gotta, you got to stop bigotry at the source. And in this case, yeah. the source is Mario. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this campaign now. No Mario 20, you know, 2017. You know what? We need to have some sort of intervention going on. So I propose we take Scrawn and send him to Japan to help fix these inaccuracies. No, but that I think he's already awesome. going to Japan. Shh, Viger, that's the joke. Ah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have we're gonna see if we can. Uh, we're gonna use our puckle powers to get a meeting with uh, Miyamoto with with, with Scrawn. So uh, we'll set work. him up good. Yeah, I think we have a lot of pull because you know we. We influence so much of the games because they steal our ideas all the time. Um, yeah, Thatch is true. predicting everything. So yeah, anytime Thatch predicts something that's not going to happen, they go ahead and do it. I mean, so obviously they just exist to spite us. They owe them yep. one, you know, like they owe us like one favor, and that favor is get rid of their mascot, get rid of their primary mascot, and give us Porygon. Give us I'd Porygon. Be down with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they go to the museum, and there's this really cool, like, the cool, the cool machine, which which is supposed to control the entire city, the defense mechanism of Altomare. And again, it, it goes back to that iconography of, like, the cogs and everything, or, or you know, mm-hmm. but the machinery aspect. So Ash sees who he believes to be the girl from earlier at the museum, and he chases after her, and he finds her, and lo and behold, it is not the girl from earlier, but a girl named Bianca. But it it's also exactly like the girl from before. Latias pretends to be Bianca when she goes out and about in the city of Altamare. And they go to the Hidden Garden, which is a sanctuary for Pokemon. And it's really pretty. It's, it's a very, very nice, like, nice looking, uh, well-designed location. There's a, a pool. Uh, it's, it's actually, how do they get something so, how do they have such a large grassy area in basically a floating city? Well, okay, remember, the origins of the city was he turned the roads into canals. So, if it was just like a regular place beforehand, that would explain why they had this wide grassy area. Fair enough. That yeah. that, that, that that makes a lot of sense. And and this is this is where Latios and Latios uh or Latio, Latios and Latios hang out and they look down into this pool and in the pool is the soul dew, which is the soul of the Latios from the beginning of the movie. That's correct. Uh, that is right. Then Annie and Oakley find Lat- uh, Latios and Latias and capture them. And then things well, are not right, going great. Right before this, though, was the cool scene where uh, Pikachu gets to fly with Latios and Latias. And I was yep. digging that. Like They got to explore together. Pikachu was so happy. And then the chase scene starts happening. Because, like you yeah. said, they discover them. And that's when we see a... Uh, 
because they the Pokemon they use are the Espeon and the Ariados, and Espeon and Ariados apparently are way stronger than legendary Pokemon. Apparently, way stronger. I'd like to get to. I want to know what the IVs are on those two. Because they come up and they're basically like, "Haha, we're gonna capture you now." And Latios is like the bit, you know, the tough one. So Latios is fighting him, but they use moves like Psy Shock and Tackle and Psy Beam and Psychic. They they use one move that's gonna be effective against these Pokemon. That was Nightshade, but it's an Espeon using Nightshade. Yeah, what's happening. I, I, I will say. Like, a lot of us who run a lot of, like, more powerful Pokemon are like, seriously, there are way better moves to be using with these. <laughs> like, I mean, who it's... told your Espeon to tackle it? Like, well, come on. Who still runs Tackle? I mean, pros do. I don't, I don't know if you, like, pros like myself run Tackle on every Pokemon. It's slot one on every single Pokemon I have. You can check oh, it. You, you, can go through, you can go through my boxes right now in every game I've ever had. Slot one, Tackle. It's important. Apparently it worked, because they captured Latios, they used this weird net thing. It's not really a net, isn't more of a, like a, I don't know what you would call it, like a hard light it's, field? It's, <laughs> if that makes sense? It's, it's it's like somebody took Saran Wrap and, like, threw it at a Pokemon, and it just wrapped yep. them up. And Annie and Oakley throw throw rolls of Saran Wrap at, at Latios, and it just... And win! Way they catch get... the Latios! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um... And they catch Latios and they get the Soul Dew. So it turns out all you need is is just a, a big old wrap of Saran Wrap, and you've got every legendary Pokemon. Okay, they take the Soul Dew and use the Soul Dew to control the DMA, which is the defense mechanism of Eltamere, which is the big old machine in the in the uh, museum. So they set that up and pay it off probably within ten minutes. Like this movie does not spare any suspense. Like it just happens. It's like. This is the thing that well, was used to control the city. We're going to use yeah, it now. Yeah, and then you, you cut to, like, you see what's happening there. They've got Ariado spun a web that's captured um, the, the old man Lorenzo. and the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bianca and Lorenzo. Bianca and Lorenzo. They're all caught in a web. Annie and Oakley, in classic Annie and Oakley fashion, if I can go ahead and say that, since we've been, you know, in, like, three scenes with them. They look at the seat that's for the, the defense mechanism thing, and they're like... This looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> that's that's your big that's your big critique of everything that's happening now. All this is happening, and they're just complaining about the seat not being very ergonomic. Like it's it, great. It is, <laughs> one, it is one big slab of metal. I don't want to sit on that. I'll, I'll get hemorrhoids. It's just it's I'm not like it was great. I just I, their attitudes was very consistent throughout the movie, and I enjoyed them immensely. I like spoiler alert. I like bad guys. So they're, 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 at least they're having fun with it. You know they're yucking it up. Perfect. So, so Ash and uh, we forgot to mention Ash and Co are, are looking in on this scene using Latios and Latias's like voodoo power. Yeah, because Latias comes and seeks them out. She shows up and they're all sleeping, and she's like, "Hey, so Brock and Misty finally meet Latias, and they don't believe it because she's in the the girl form." Mm-hmm. And then they're the, Ash straight up tells them like, "This is Latias," and they're like, "Oh wow, it's nice to meet you." And then they transform into Latias form and they freak out. Like you knew it was Latias. Why are you freaking out? I thought what? that I think they were just like half heartedly, just like, oh sure, Ash, you're ten years old, you know exactly what you're talking about. And then ah! see, they see weirder things than that on a daily basis. So, also I'd like to point out we watched Togepi sleeping and Togepi sleeps with its little head spikes tucked in and it still looks like an egg and it's also cute. Also, spoiler alert. I think everything's cute in this movie, and I'm going to keep using that word cute and adorable, because there's still more cute things to come. I, I fully yeah. welcome the use of the term of the terms cute and adorable. 
So this movie is actually pretty brief, so we're going to take a little break here for a second just to gather ourselves and, uh, you know, let it all sleep in. You know, you know, take this time, take this break that I'm about to give you to call your mother, whomever, a loved okay. one, and tell them that you love them. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Ethan from Puckle Movie Club with a quick commercial break. Just letting you know that if you send an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com, we will answer your questions. So, so ask us questions about what we think about movies, tell us what you think about movies, even just send us whatever you're up to. Gmail account is pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to pucklepodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome back to Puckle Movie Club. I uh, hope you... Hope you took this time to call your loved ones or just, you know, reflect. Uh, what'd you guys do with your time? Uh, I called my mom and it's going to be okay now. I basically just sat here and waited for the recording to start back up again. You could have so, used that time to resolve your, your issues. I don't know. Like, you could have... I don't have any issues. I don't know why you keep saying that. Fair uh, enough. Fair, I, mean, right. I, I, <laughs> I, I hear in your voice that you secretly do and you just don't want to, you know, let us all know, but... Um, here at the Puckle Movie oh, Club, we like to me. solve problems because, man, we've got a lot of them when recording this thing. Vi- Viger is actually just a uh, magnemite that's shapeshifted into human form. I so knew it. It's a lot like Latias, just has no problems. Yeah, I think he's, he's a little like... bit cuter than Latias, though. So I don't know. Did you just call Viger cute? Yeah, I did. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> what's wrong with that? It's a little, little. I didn't even catch that. Wait, what? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't even know anymore. So. Ash and Co. peeking in on Annie and Oakley being up to no good in the museum. I keep saying museum. I, I guess it's a museum, right? Which we'll call a cool- it a historical site. Yes, it's there's like a sign up front that says like in eighteen eighteen twenty four, the Civil War veteran was born federal. here. Uh, do you guys Some have those in, in your states too? Where like yes, there's just signs for meaningless locations that have no actual value. Yes, they're called National Historic Markers, you know, so they could commemorate something that had value in history, Ethan. Okay, I don't, I don't, I, you know, what? who who am I to say that the Civil War veteran didn't have any value? Oh my god. <laughs> let's get back into okay, Pokemon let's... movie number five, ladies and gentlemen. We're a little bit, we're a little bit slap happy here, uh, even though it's yeah. not too late at night, it's just been a long day. The sun is still out, man. I, I, the but... sun is out, and I'm outside, so I have heat stroke right now. Okay, so... Annie and Oakley, up to no good. They activate the machine and start using it to resurrect the uh, Kabutops and Aerodactyl. And Pokemon. And, uh, and, and a, a chase scene ensues. Because they're trying as to do, As these things do in Pokemon movies. So we, we get another, uh, a, another brief moment of Team Rocket being like, oh no, I, the, we, things are going wrong, we gotta get out of here. And then they get trapped yeah, just in... just Team Rocket being there. Yeah, I, and I... I think we discussed discussed this already, but I like the role that they have Team Rocket in, which is not much of one. <laughs> exactly. It, the less Team and Rocket and in the movie, the better. Food gets ruined. They, it ruins their ice cream in one chase. It ruins their spaghetti in another chase. Poor Team Rocket, almost. They're just almost. there, just to get 
done over. <laughs> Which is fine. I prefer them in that role. Because quite frankly, after all these years, what are the 20 years now? I'm tired of Team Rocket. Yeah, you don't have like, to force them into every movie, you know? Like, it's... It, they they, no. they don't have to be there. The pro, the protagonist is Ash. Like you, you don't. You, they're not even Ash. good bad guys. Like no. Come on. So um, the sequence where they're locking down Alto Mare uh, is actually really cool because there's these these fences coming out of walls and they've got neat patterns going. It's a it's a, a nice touch. Like the, just the way that everything sort of works with this machine. So. Um, Ash and Pikachu jump onto a gondola, and, and uh, Ash is he's making, a, making an attempt to, to get away. The gondola gets destroyed by an Aerodactyl. What attack is... Is it a hyper beam? Like, what? It spits a is laser it, beam. It's just, like an or- it's just like an orange beam of energy, right? We're just going to assume that's hyper beam. Like, yeah, every hyper beam is always just like... Beam. I would just always chalk it up as hyper beam is the obligatory, like, giant explodey beam attack that powerful Pokemon use. Negating the whole wait a turn to recharge bit. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, Aerodactyl chase. So the machine starts to go hair, uh, haywire at this point, and just freaking out, and La- Latios is getting shocked by the, by the cage, and, uh, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of no good. So Ash and, uh, Latios make it back to the machine, um. Well, well, what happens first before that is the machine wasn't necessarily going crazy, so they corner Latias and Ash. Um, they end up in open water, and she's a giant tornado um, of water. It has to be a water spout. And it captures Latias, Ash, and Pikachu and starts drowning them and trying to kill them. And Latias goes Super Saiyan, creates this giant like ball of sphere of energy, destroys the uh, tornado, and starts setting the machine into chaos. Right. Which was Butler. Yeah. Okay, so, um... Okay, so, uh, they... Uh, Latios, <laughs> Ash, and Pikachu go back to the thing, and they try to... They, they free Latios, who is seriously injured, uh, and the DMA is going berserk, um, and, uh, Oakley, or not Oakley, Annie tries to get the soul dew out of the machine, right? But no, do not touch it. Don't touch it. Okay, so turn black and spoiled. Yeah, it's it's been tainted. Uh, and then the soul dude disappears, and or it turns black, and then the DM DMA shuts down. Um, and then the water in the city becomes a giant tsunami, which is terrifying. You don't want a tsunami in your city. Never a good thing. Um, nope. So, uh, Latios and Latias use their powers to stop the tsunami, um, but, you know, to, to have enough power, uh, Latios has to overexert himself, and then he, he, he dies, which is sad. Which I really appreciated that they killed a Pokemon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, it's about time one of those things put the dust. Yeah, it's, I mean... Like, <laughs> it sounds callous, <laughs> but from a storytelling perspective, it only makes sense... That at some point something has to die. Like, it's otherwise it's a cop out. I like it's. It, yeah. I mean, they, like, yeah. it's also okay. poetic we'll, we'll, in the they have it the one at the beginning that dies and you know. We'll we'll take this chance to compare it to the last movie since that's kind of why you brought us on to have us like yes these dual perspectives. So in the Celebi movie, it was Celebi is is supposed to die. It is dying. It's basically dead. And then it's like, lol, nope. We had this like. Convenient time paradox where we bring it back to ASX life. ASX Machina's. Yep. Whereas Machina. this one 
It's like, well, there actually are spirit Latios and Latias, but nope, this Latios is going we to don't work apart. like that. It's, it's going to go into the Soldu and live on as the protector, but it is leaving the corporal form. It is no more shedding its earthly yeah. coil. Yeah, so they stop the, the the tsunami, and the water returns to the city, and Team Rocket gets one last kick in the butt and gets washed away <laughs> by by the water. Um, the, uh, the the ancient Pokemon return to fossil form in the museum, and uh, Annie and Oakley are trapped inside the DMA. Everything's totally cool. Uh, Latios becomes the new Soldu and the the, the new guardian of Altamare. And uh, the, the the Ash and Co are going to leave, but yep. be- but before they leave, uh, put on your big boy pants, people, because here it comes. But, but wait, there's more. Bianca comes it, running back up to them. It is either Bianca or it's Bianca. It's Bianca. It's just it's let's not Bianca. keep rolling with it. No, it's, because look, the let's just keep dude, rolling with it until it happens. Get, let's just keep rolling oh with God. it until it happens. You, you tell me you don't want that ambiguity, man. You don't. You don't know. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They told you who it was beforehand. So they go to see Bianca off, and Lorenzo's there. And he's like, "No, Bianca's gone to the shops." And then you see this hand up in the window in Bianca's room. Grab this paper piece of paper and roll it up. And then that's when you later on Ash and Co are leaving on the boat. They see this Bianca sprite running towards them, clutching this piece of paper. Ash is like, "Hey, driver, stop the boat." And so he does, <laughs> he gets off the boat, and, like, the girl comes up to him, hands him the paper, and then gives him a kiss. Yeah, but, like, what, if it's, but, what, if, but what if it's a Latias saying the things that Bianca, never, Bianca never had the, the guts to say, or but, but through, yeah. through action? It's definitely a Latias, because Ash isn't getting a girl, he's getting a Pokemon. That's... <laughs> hey, man, he's, he's only about catching pokes. That's the only thing that my dude cares about, okay? Yeah. Catching pokes is life. He opens the picture up, and it's a drawing, a colored drawing of him and Pikachu, which, again, is another throwback to the last movie yeah. where the Oak had the drawing of Pikachu. As they're leaving, uh, Lati- Latios and then two new, uh, either Latios or Latioses are, are, are flying, and like, oh, man, the, the two more came in their place, or in the place but of only, Latios. Only Pikachu sees him, though. And so Pikachu's face... Like at first is the funniest thing because he's just got that O mouth of surprise and nobody else is noticing what's going on. It's just Pikachu sitting there like, what? And then Ash finally notices and then it's cool. But that Pikachu face, I want to like make a gif of. Uh, Altamira saved. Our crew goes on to the next. Okay, so we've covered the movie. Let's briefly talk about our thoughts on the film. What do you well, guys well, hold think? Hold on one second. One second, because there was something in the end credits that I found impressive. Um, there are actually prisons in the Pokemon world. Right. Because you see Annie and Oakley looking over a book for their next steal, but they're in a max security prison. So if there are prisons in the Pokemon universe, why is Team Rocket still running around? What is happening? They keep getting go. blasted off into another direction, and then they can't catch them because they keep going off and turning into little stars in the sky. I forgot to mention, uh, there's an Easter egg in the post-credits, or not the post-credits, but during the credits, where you can see the villain from Pokemon the Movie 2000 in a book that they're that Annie and Oakley are looking at in prison. Uh, the, the Collector was his what? name? What was his name? Oh, God. The Mask that, Marauder? That's uh, from 2000. Uh... 
super memorable bad guy from that movie is is in this movie. <laughs> it, it, super memorable. He bad he guy. that super compelling everyone's favorite villain in movie history is is uh an Easter egg in this movie. I I don't even know if even know if it's really an Easter egg if it's just up front and center. But yeah, yeah. So, so that's the movie. Uh, what what do you guys think of it? I will say it's. It was a bold step in, I guess, the right direction with just, like, shaking up the formula. I'd say it was a, it was a much more artistically done. There's a certain level of artistry to it. Like, there, there's a location, and the location is distinct, and then there's, like, certain cool parts about the location. Like, I like the mechanic, uh, the mechanical aspects of the city. Um, I mean, it's a city with, with water canalways, and yeah, they stole that from real life, but at least it's something visually different, you know? Like, I think yeah. uh, visuals are a huge part of what about like what works in this movie. It's a good-looking film. It's a decent-looking Pokemon movie. Uh, and, like, I think Bianca as a character design is good-looking. It's a, it's, a, it's a good character design. Sticks in your brain, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the elements from like the the Latios and Latios wing design incorporated in the hair. It's just there are little things in this movie that elevate it above some of the other movies in the franchise for me. Well, you know, not just the visual stuff because I watched it in like you know three sixty p, so it was <laughs> the highest quality visuals. But the music was excellent. I'd say that the music really helped set the tone throughout the movie through the chase scenes, and it got my toes tapping and. You're rump shaking, but rump rump shaking. No no rump shaking. Not even, not even like a little waddle in your seat. There, there was no rumpus. There was no raucous, (laughs) but it was good music. So I did notice that because I wasn't Mm -hmm. paying 100 strong, uh, full attention to the movie. I was also, you know, checking my Facebook and doing all that, but I was consistently engaged with it because of the soundtrack. So I really give them props for that too. It was. I don't even remember the music from the last movie. Mm -hmm. So. No, this was definitely a step in the right direction. Uh, wh- some... I will say one little, one little tidbit of inf- one little tidbit of things that I saw in the vid- movie is what I, I can't find my words no, right. No, now. no worries, no worries. Uh, either way, uh, one thing that instantly makes this one of my favorite uh, Pokemon movies to date. It's still not as great as Rise of Darkrai in my t- my opinion, mm-hmm. but one little factor that makes it like top tier there is that at the very beginning. There is a four-second scene where we actually see a real living Porygon in anime form outside of Electric Soldier Porygon. Outside of the seizure episode. This ain't no, like... This ain't no, like, montage of still images of Pokemon just flying by. Oh, there's Porygon, Porygon 2, and Porygon Z. No, this is a legit Porygon behind a fence... Guarded by an electrode, properly like animated. What he did in Electric Soldier Porygon, which he didn't do, but whatever. I just like it. It's a little nod and be like, "Hey, yeah, Porygon's still a thing." It's a Pokemon that exists. Yeah, you're never gonna see it in the anime, but whatever. Not not us Westerners. We'll never see it here. But no. uh, um, all I'm saying is there was no blimp boat. There was flying jet car. And flying jet car's cooler. Better. It's, and water cool chariots. Also, yeah, water chariots. Water chariots are cool. It's like we're in this town. We're in. We're gonna have a race. We're gonna have fun. World building is important. Like, World building is an important part of your of, of, of a film, you know. And I, I really yeah. believed the the location of Altamare, half because that place actually exists, but 
It's nice. It's nice to have those elements. Uh, it's nice to have villains that are like, you know, have character traits for once. That aren't just bad yeah. guy. Ah. They don't self-identify as bad guys. They I'm just self-identify as guys that don't care. Yeah, this is, they're just they're they're out for them and theirs, you know. Um, yep. Death in my Pokemon movies. Like it's not a requirement <laughs> to have to have a good movie to have death in it, but you know it gives weight to things. The movie starts yeah. with Pokemon dying in terms of like, hey, is there's real stakes here? You know, it's yeah. Um, Bianca is a distinctive character. Latios and Latios are separate entities from each other in this movie. You know what I mean? Like it's. How do you distinguish those, those Pokemon? But they have different personality traits, and like Latias has this kind of uh, like um, whimsy to her, and and Latios is is more straight laced and kind of like less trusting of people. The you know? older brother, sort of. Yeah, it's but... the fact that I can even draw those ideas about the character, having watched the movie, like you know that I can even remember those aspects, makes this movie a, a higher work than the other movies in the franchise, in my opinion. And which I... is which is kind of ironic, given the sense that as of the uh, Bulbapedia trivia that says, until the release of Pokemon the movie Hoopa and the Clash of Ages, Pokemon Heroes was considered the lowest performing of the Pokemon films in Japan, only amounting to 26, insert a large number, yen, because I don't do good with other currencies other than the well, US dollar. <laughs> here's the thing though. So that movie came on the tail of the last movie, which was bad. So yeah, I have was to trying feel... to pick up pieces of what happened. And I know at a certain point they stopped releasing them in theaters. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Home yeah, video so... releases. Actually no, I think I think in Japan it still got releases in theaters. I think every Pokemon yeah, movie has been like, released in theaters. There's a little in there's a little indentation underneath that uh little the trivia that says it was also the last Pokemon movie to receive a theatrical release outside Japan mm -hmm. until uh, like in Zekrom nearly nine years later. Huh. Wow. I wonder if you can track down a 35 mil. I wonder if this has a film print out there somewhere. Oh, I, we should campaign to get Puckle a film copy of Pokemon Heroes, like a, is a 35 millimeter film stock, and then we'll project that at PuckleCon. On our Puckle Freighter. Yes, we'll just we'll find a wall somewhere in a back alley, and because you know, this movie's grimy. Does it have to be a back alley? It's grimy. It's a grimy movie. We go through alleyways, CG alleyways that look good, and we'll just project that somewhere, and we'll we'll, we'll all shoot I'm saying is Thatch has a green screen. That's all we need. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, this movie let's will be, be very the green tinted, let's, but let's let's uh science theater show whatever you called it Mystery again. Mystery science theater. Mystery Science Theater. Let's do that. Just a I'm down three of for us it. sitting there pointing at the screen. Um, some movies got theatrical releases in the States, right? Like, I mean, uh, obviously Pokemon the movie did, 2000 did. I wonder if there are film prints of that out, like of those out there somewhere that we can get our hands on. It'd be really expensive because know. film is mad expensive, but... I'm just sitting here wondering if Thatch listens to us. I don't know. Uh, this the this stash, podcast or us? I sometimes people? wonder if he listens no. to any of us. <laughs> no, I mean th this podcast because I'm sure Columbus has back alleys. We can just have him go scout locations. I've been to Columbus. I can confirm that there are back alleys in that city. There's actually, I think that city's nothing but back alleys. It's like Cleveland. That, it makes sense because Thatch is kind of shady. Yeah, that's true. You, you can find, if you're looking for Thatch, if you go to any back alley in Columbus, he'll be there. He'll be like, hey, kid. You looking for some uh, Wishmaker Jirachis? Like, like, what do you... 
<laughs> and the best part about that is we have other distribution carts, but he's so hung up on the Wishmaker Jirachis. Like, come on, Thatch, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, and we I know he doesn't listen to this, so we can say all we want. Should I reveal at this point that the Puckle Movie Club is just one big long con to take over Puckle as a whole? Is, is that kosher I to think, talk about? I think our listeners know. Okay, so yeah, I this know. is. I mean, it might not seem that way based on the fact that every episode seems like an ill-prepared mess, but um, this is one long big play for me to finally take over Puckle. And I'm since I'm evil, I'm going to turn Puckle evil. It's gonna we're gonna be evil Puckle in 2017. Believe it. Yeah, so that's All that right. was. I guess that was Pokemon Movie Five, Pokemon Heroes. We liked it. The villains were good. The art was good. The music was good. The movie was good. I I I don't know what else there's really to say about it because I mean it's easy to so, talk about a movie you hate, but so if you if you hated this podcast, if you hated this podcast, shoot us an email and let us know how much you hate us. If you like this movie, shoot us a very brief email because there's not much to say other than you liked it and it was good. So yeah, uh, from Lavender Town Radio Tower in Puckle Movie Land Club, Club Land, Puckle Movie Club Land, I've been your host, Ethan, and these have been my co-hosts. Gator, this is the part where you put your name in. <laughs> I, should just insert, I should insert the Skype drop called sound again. Okay, sorry. All right, all right. I've been Ethan, and these have been my co-hosts. Gator. And Viper. And uh, it's closing time, which is never how I end this show, but in this instance, I'm going to end it by saying it's closing time. Oh. God damn! What a life! What a life! Shout out to Lucy
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.